Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This is the Muslim Experience Podcast, and I'm your host, Farooq. Let us continue our journey through the Quran. The next chapter or surah is Surah Al Insan, which means man. Verse number one Has there not come upon a man a period of time when he was not a thing even mentioned? So, this is a reminder to us all that we were nothing. And then you got people nowadays walking around proud and they feel like everything that they do is because of themselves and they don't thank Allah, they are not grateful to Allah and that is wrong. Indeed, we created man from a sperm drop mixture that we may try him and we made him hearing and seeing. So that's all we were, we were just literally a drop, a mixture, a fluid and we were created purely to be tried. And Allah gave us the capability of hearing and seeing. So we should be grateful. Now listen to this next verse. Indeed, we guided him to the way, be he grateful or be he ungrateful. So two different perspectives there. If you are grateful or you are not grateful, you will still be guided to that way. Everyone will come to know who their creator is. So whether they have that understanding or that realization now that they know are they going to continue to be ungrateful or are they going to be grateful let's go through the next few verses from verse number four onwards indeed we have prepared for the disbelievers chains and shackles and ablaze so these chains and shackles are keeping them down there is no escape from the blaze which is the hellfire and then we are reminded that the righteous will drink from a cup of wine whose mixture is of kafur. And there are also many descriptions about the springs in Jannah. Those who fulfill their vows and fear a day whose evil will be widespread. And those who love food, but in spite of that, they also give to the poor and the needy, the orphan and the captive. And they only do this for the countenance of Allah. They do not wish from that person any reward or gratitude. They are only doing these things because they want Allah to be pleased with them. And they also fear Allah on a day that is distressful and that is the day of judgment. So because of this, Allah will protect them from the evil of that day and give them radiance and happiness. And for all the things that they went through in their life, they endured it patiently and Allah rewarded them for this. There are more further descriptions of Jannah and the specific clothes and the cushions and also the cups are so clear and silver that they are clear as glass but they are silver. There's also mention of a fountain in paradise named Salsabil and it will be said to them, so these are the inhabitants of Jannah, indeed this is for you a reward and your effort has been appreciated. We are reminded that it is Allah who sent down the Quran to Muhammad progressively. So be patient for the decision of your Lord and do not obey from among them a sinner or ungrateful disbeliever. There's mention of the disbelievers in verse number 27 that they love the immediate and leave behind them a grave day. So they like the pleasures of this world, they are enjoying this temporary world and yet they forget that they are going to leave this world one day and there is going to be a day 
that is the day of judgment and the last two verses to conclude and you do not will accept that Allah wills indeed Allah is ever knowing and wise and verse number 31 he admits whom he wills into his mercy but the wrongdoers he has prepared for them a painful punishment let us move on to the next surah which is surah al-mursalat verse number one by those winds sent forth in gusts so mursalat means sent forth those sent forth and the winds that blow violently is mentions about the angels who bring their criterion and those who deliver a message and this message is a justification or it is a warning and what is to come is uh, as promised and will occur so when this happens the stars are obliterated as mentioned in verse number eight and when the heaven is open and when the mountains are blown away so it is talking about the day of judgment and there is no postponed time of this day when it is going to happen at its appointed time there is no delay in it there's mention of the deniers of that day woe to them the deniers the deniers are reminded of the former peoples who were destroyed again there is mention as in the previous surah did we not create you from a liquid disdained so you were a base fluid and Allah created you and now you choose not to believe and we placed in it a firm lodging so it's giving the description of the womb where you were placed resting and you were developed within that as by permission of Allah and that is for a known term so now in verse number 25 it's mentioned about the earth which is a container for us all and this container exists the living and also the dead that we have buried and the lofty mountains and also the water that comes down from the rain clouds to drink that sweet water it is Allah who has provided this for us all and when that day comes the day of judgment the day that you deny of you will most definitely proceed to that which you used to deny that is verse number 29 proceed to a shadow of smoke having three columns but having no cool shade and availing not against the flame so there is no protection around this fire that is going to come and those sparks that you see in a fire a normal fire they would normally come out of the flame and disappear but these spark that we are talking about in this flame these are the size of fortresses and that is the day that we will not speak and there won't be any permission for you to make an excuse or justify what you have done especially in denying that Allah is your creator so now this is the day of judgment we have assembled you and the former peoples who denied so if you have a plan then plan against me this is Allah challenging those deniers who spent their lives denying and not worshiping Allah where is your plan now woe to the deniers woe that day to the deniers and then we are reminded of the people who believed they will be among shades and springs they will have whichever fruit they desire and they will eat and drink to their satisfaction that is the reward for the doers of good
war that day to the deniers. So the deniers, the disbelievers are told in verse number 46, Eat and enjoy yourselves a little. Go ahead. Indeed, you are criminals. So enjoy this temporary life, but you will know that it is going to come to an end and you have to face Allah. And when they are reminded to bow in prayer, they do not bow. This is a reminder to us if we are neglecting our salah, this is something huge because we are going to be asked about our salah. Let us not neglect our prayer. And the last two verses to conclude this surah, Woe that day to the deniers. In verse number 50, Then in what statement after the Qur'an will they believe? So think about that for a second. There is no other statement, there is no other revelation that is to come. The Qur'an is the last revelation, just as Prophet Muhammad is the last and final messenger. So what are they going to believe in after this? There is nothing that they can believe in that is true except the Qur'an. Let us move on to the next surah, which is Surah Al-Naba. This means the great news. So now they are asking about one another. So about what are they asking one another? Verse number one. They're talking about the great news and uh, that is which they are in disagreement. So the earth is a resting place and the mountains are as stakes and pegs. And Allah created us in pairs and he allowed us to sleep as a means for us to rest at night. How beautiful is that blessing? And the night itself, it's like a cloak, a piece of clothing. And the day is made for our livelihood that we can commence with our work and our trade etc and then there are the seven heavens and within it there is a burning lamp so the burning lamp is referred to the sun itself and there are rain clouds pouring water and because of that there is grain and vegetation that Allah has brought forth for us and then we are reminded indeed the day of judgment is an appointed time verse number 17 that is the day the horn is blown and you will come forth in multitudes and the heaven will open and will become gateways. And any of the mountains that we see right now around the world, they will be removed and it will be as if they were not there like a mirage as mentioned in verse number 20. Indeed, hell has been lying in wait for the transgressors a place of return and that is where they will remain for ages that is an unending punishment and within the hellfire there is no coolness or drink except scalding water and foul purulence which is the pus that comes out of a body so for those people they were not expecting an account and they denied the verses of the quran verse number 30 so taste the penalty and never will we increase you except in torment. May Allah save us from this. I mean. So now we're told about the righteous. There is an attainment for the righteous. The gardens and grapevines. And the women of equal age. No ill speech they will hear therein. Nor any falsehood. And this is a reward. A generous gift from Allah. Made due by account. So all the good things that you do in this life. Everything will help you. So let us increase in our good deeds. Verse number 37. From the Lord of the heavens and the earth and whatever is between them, the most merciful 
they possess not from him authority for speech. That is a day where everyone will be stood in rows. They will not speak except from whom the most merciful permits. And he will say what is correct. And the last two verses to conclude this surah, that is the true day. So, he who wills may take to his Lord a way of return. And indeed, we have been warned of a near punishment on that day when a man will observe what his hands have put forth and the disbeliever will say, Oh, I wish that I were dust. Can you imagine the regret of that person on that day, that disbeliever, who is simply wishing because of what's to come, they wished they were nothing, like literally a speck of dust that disappears into the air. They wish they were a speck of dust. Let us not be of these people who are in regret on that day. May Allah keep us on the straight path. Ameen. May Allah keep us on the path that pleases Him and not the path that earns His anger. Ameen. Let us move on to the next surah, which is Surah Al-Nazi'at. Verse number one, by those angels who extract with violence and by those who remove with ease and by those who glide as if swimming. On that day, the blast of the horn will convulse creation. There will follow it the subsequent one. The hearts of the people that day will tremble. We will all be in fear and we will be very, very scared to a point that we are told that we will be running around as if we are drunk, but we will not be intoxicated. So now you'll hear people saying, will we indeed be returned to our former state of life, even though we should be decayed bones? So those who deny are simply saying, when we die, we die. That's the end of it. There's nothing to come after this. But when this day starts, when the day of judgment begins and they are resurrected from their graves that is when they will be in regret they will see the fear in their eyes and others around them and how the skies will be cracking and falling and all the mountains will be turning into dust they will be in so much fear that day but indeed it will be but one shout and suddenly they will be alert upon the earth's surface there's also mention of the story of Moses when he was instructed to go to Pharaoh because Pharaoh has transgressed. So what a task for Musa salam to go to Pharaoh who literally said and told his people that he is a creator, he is the Lord. But now Musa salam has been tasked to go and guide him to the true path and to remind him that Allah is his Lord but Pharaoh denied and disobeyed and he gathered his people and told them I am your most exalted Lord look at the arrogance of Pharaoh so Allah seized him in an exemplary punishment for the last and the first transgression and that is a warning for whoever would fear Allah Allah is reminding us about how the earth was created and proportioned and he darkened its night and extracted its brightness. And after that, he spread the earth. 
and extracted from it its water and its pasture and the mountains, he set firmly, as provision for you and your grazing livestock. There is mention of the hellfire in the next few verses and then paradise from verse number 41 will be the refuge for those who believe. This is really important. Verse number 42. Then they ask you, O Muhammad wasallam, about the hour. When is its arrival? In what position are you that you should mention it? To your Lord is the finality. Prophet Muhammad wasallam was reminded that he is only a warner for those who fear it. It will be on the day they see it, as though they had not remained in the world except for an afternoon or a morning thereof. And that is the last verse, number 46. Ask yourself, how many hours is an afternoon or a morning? It's a very short period of time. So now ask yourself, when the day of resurrection begins, the day of judgment, how many years that is going to be? How many days, in contrast to this life, we are just living a matter of days. So let us prepare for when we leave this world. Let us make sure that we are not of those who are in regret. When we are resurrected from our graves, there will be fear in everyone's eyes. Our hearts will tremble. The hair of a child will go grey out of fear of that day. Your brother, your sister, your mother, your father. You will be running the opposite way of them. You will be thinking about yourselves. Let us pray that we are prepared for that day that when we face Allah, He is pleased with us. May Allah be pleased with us before we leave this world. Ameen. Let us move on to chapter 80, which is Surah Abasa, which means He frowned. Verse number 1. The Prophet frowned and turned away, because there came to him a blind man. But what would make you perceive, O Muhammad wasallam, that perhaps he might be purified, or be reminded and the remembrance would benefit him? So for that person who thinks they don't need anything, or they are not dependent on anything, and you give that person attention, and it is not upon you or your fault if that person is not purified. But as for the person who came to you striving for knowledge, someone who approached Prophet Muhammad and they wanted to gain some knowledge, while he fears Allah, from him you are distracted. So he's reminded, no, indeed, these verses are a reminder. And for those who want to learn it and remind themselves and others, it is recorded in the honoured sheets. And these are carried by the hands of the angels who are noble and dutiful. So there is a curse for the person who disbelieves and we are reminded for the third time now in these three past surahs that I've mentioned from what substance did he create him? From a sperm drop he created him and destined for him. Then he eased the way for him. And then he causes his death and he provides a grave for that person. And then when he wills, he will resurrect him. So look at your food, mankind. Look at the water poured down in torrents and how the earth 
was broken open, splitting with its sprouts. And then there is grain within it that is growing for you to enjoy. And the grapes and the herbs, where are all these coming from? Who is providing all these? And the olives and the palm trees and the gardens. And the fruits and the grass and all the other things around us. And the grazing of the livestock. But then we are reminded of the deafening blast. So what is the deafening blast? That is when the trumpet sounds for the end of the world. On the day a man will flee from his brother and his mother and his father and his wife and his children. For every man that day will be a matter adequate for him. He will only be thinking about himself. Some faces will be bright on that day, laughing and rejoicing at good news. Other faces that day will have upon them dust. Blackness will cover them. Those are the disbelievers, the wicked ones. And this concludes this episode of the journey through the Qur'an. I want you to really reflect on these surahs that I've just mentioned, summarized for you. And just think about where you are heading in life. Are you grateful? Are you aware of the fact that you were just a fluid at one point and from that Allah created you and you were set firmly in your mother's wombs as you developed you were helpless who provided for you when you were in the womb who made sure you were alive who made sure that you were fed let us be of those who are grateful to Allah for all the things that Allah provides for us and these verses that I shared with you today should be a reminder for myself and everyone else that we should know who our Creator is. We must not neglect our prayers. We must turn to Allah. We must not be of the deniers. How many reminders do we need that we must prepare for that day when we are resurrected and all the world and everything around us will be crumbling and falling? And all of us will be standing together firm, in crowds, in silence, awaiting of what's going to happen next. What is our fate? But there's good news for those who believe. Good news for those who stay on the right path. If we stay on the right path, and we keep asking Allah to keep us on that path, because it is very difficult for us to stay on that path. We need Allah. Read Surah Al-Fatiha. It will tell you, it will remind you of those things that it is Allah who sets us on this guided path. Without Allah, we are nothing. We could be anywhere right now. And if you are praying, if you are giving to charity, if you are feeding the poor and the needy, the orphan, if you are able to do all these things by the means that Allah provides for you, serving your family, your community, etc., then you are blessed. Keep doing that. Keep going. Keep serving. Because this path is the path of Allah. Until next time, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.